Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The Panthers are in the 2021 Stanley Cup playoffs. Time for the Panthers playoff preview on your home for every Panthers game. AM 560, FM 96.5, HT2, The Joe, WQAM, and streaming on the Odyssey app. Here is Doug Plagans. Good evening, folks, and welcome, and it feels great to be here tonight. It is the Florida Panthers playoff preview special extravaganza (laughs) right here tonight, wherever you may be tuned in. Thanks for joining us on AM 560, 96.5 HD2, the Joe WQAM, and streaming on the Odyssey app as always. Doug Plagans, Billy Lindsay here with you for the next two hours. We've got a great lineup of guests coming your way. We'll tell you about that in just a moment, but we are just excited to be talking Florida Panthers playoff hockey, and we don't know exactly what the matchup is going to look like when the postseason begins, but of course the Panthers, as Billy put it, during our post game the other night when the Panthers wrapped up that 5-4 win over the Dallas Stars, the playoffs basically start on Saturday night when the Panthers start up this two-game set against the cross-state rival Tampa Bay Lightning because there's going to be out a lot on the line in those two games. There will be seeding up for grabs, maybe getting a mental edge. You want to mm-hmm. finish strong going into a playoff series. So a great couple of games on tap, and then, of course, the Panthers will be going into the playoffs from there, and it feels like the Panthers and the Lightning, they could be on a collision course, but we'll see how things shake out. Of course, the playoffs are coming up. And before we get too far along here, folks, want to let everybody know that with the playoffs approaching, you can get first access to your 2021 Stanley Cup playoff tickets by becoming a territory member. Go to floridapanthers.com slash memberships for more information. And with the Panthers heading to the playoffs, you want to be there for all the action. There will be limited single-game tickets available starting tomorrow. Be the first in line to secure your seat. Subscribe to 93Society at floridapanthers.com slash 93Society for more information. In this hour, we've got Jamison Olive from FloridaPanthers.com coming up. Later in the hour, we'll hear from Panthers defenseman Marcus Nudavara. That's going to get you excited hearing from one of the players directly. Tim Reynolds from the Associated Press coming up, top of hour number two. We've got Randy Moeller, our friend from the Panthers television broadcast on Bally Sports Florida, coming up as well around 7.20 Eastern. And then... Near the end of the show, near the end of the two-hour block, we've got Brian Compton from NHL.com stopping by, and he's going to give us some league-wide perspective. But diving right in, Doug Plagans, Billy Lindsay here with you. Billy, you got me so fired up the other <laughs> night during the post game, and that's what I want to focus on here over the course of the first segment of this show. A lot of times people like to dive into a talk show and do a monologue off the top. I want you to go back to what you were talking about the other night, Everybody who's out driving right now, who's tuned in right now, wherever you may be listening, 
you can't measure the intensity of a playoff series in the National Hockey League. You just can't quantify it. Marcus Nudevara, I'm not going to spill the beans on the whole thing, but in the conversation he and I had, he talked about just the rush you feel when you're suiting up for a playoff Mm -hmm. game. That's a lot of what you've talked about. The other night you said regular season of playoffs is like playing in the American Hockey League to go into the National Hockey League. What are these players about to feel, not even beginning with the playoffs, but really beginning this weekend against the Tampa Bay Lightning and what's really the appetizer before the playoffs? The excitement of your life. All of a sudden, all the press, the scrutiny, uh, you're going to get the media attention, all the eyeballs are going to be on you. This first-round series, if it does end up being Florida and Tampa Bay, maybe the marquee series in the first round. It's going to have a lot of people paying attention to it. And the players, what they're experiencing at this point is they're getting ready to try and realize a dream. You go grow up and you realize of trying to play in the NHL. And then once you get in the NHL and get established, there only becomes one other dream. And that's to try and win a Stanley Cup. And it's hard. And you got to go through that war of attrition to trying to get to the Stanley Cup finals. But you are so excited. Uh, the regular season's behind you. A couple of games left for the Panthers, but put in all this work, and you realize you got one of the best teams in the NHL. You got a legitimate, legitimate shot to win the Stanley Cup if you play your best hockey and you get the right bounces at the right time. But these players, some of these players, this is what you live for. This is what you experience. And if it does end up being Tampa Bay, it's been a long time in the making. It's been really the first time that both Tampa Bay and Florida have been juggernauts in the NHL. And they're going to meet in the playoffs. That is so good for the NHL, so good for the state of Florida, so good for the game of hockey. It just goes across the board. And the rivalry, you played these teams eight times during the regular season. It's going to get heated up. The dislike... Uh, the hate hatred that you'll have for your opponent, it's going to go and it's going to build shift by shift by shift. But when I got ready for my first playoff game and getting dressed, I just couldn't believe it. I got out there and it was like my first NHL game. I didn't feel like my skates were touching the ice. It was just and it was going by so fast. It was just zoom. And it was another pace. It was another level. My first shift was 25, 30 seconds. And that was, I got to get off the ice. I'm exhausted and tired and changed. It's so when you're in that dressing room, everyone is just trying to pull together on the rope and know that they got a tough battle ahead of them. And it's the experience of a lifetime. As an athlete, this is what you dream of. This is why you play the game. The c- compete on the highest stage for the ultimate trophy. It is nothing better in pro sports. And these guys have to be feeling after the regular season that they've had and the grind that they've had to go through. It's been a grind trying to play these 56 Very different games set of circumstances in this, this condensed year. schedule. So they're going to go through it and get a little break here. And when they get ready for those playoffs, it's drop that puck. And all of a sudden, the explosion, the boom. It's just, boom, the bomb goes off, and let's go. Let's attack. And going off of that, Billy, and a big reason, of course, this is the playoff preview special. You might be saying playoff preview special. There's still two regular season games left, but I think the point we're driving home here is the game's coming up, of course, for the Panthers, wrapping up the regular season schedule. It's going to be Saturday night at 7, Monday night at 7, Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning, FloridaPanthers.com, Ticketmaster.com, of course, to get your tickets. But these aren't just your everyday garden variety regular season games that are coming up, and I think both... Both teams know it. Now, we've heard it from the Tampa Bay side. Doesn't sound like we'll see Steven Stamkos or Nikita Kucherov for the Lightning for these two games. But at the same time, Billy, 
the ability to secure home ice advantage. That's important. Uh, You look across the National Hockey League, all the good teams have good home records. So there is an edge to be had if you can play the majority of a series on home ice. Also, I would imagine, especially this would come into play if it ends up being the Panthers and the Lightning in the first round, if you can gain any kind of upper hand in these two games ahead of a playoff series, I would Mm -hmm. think that would go a long way too. It was. It's going to be – the playoffs are going to start – because you're going to be battling for that home ice advantage in all likelihood in those two games. So everyone's getting rested. Joel Crenville down the stretch used everyone all season long off the taxi squad. Everyone's available. Everyone's played in the ice time. But ideally, you want to have your playoff roster in those last two games. Pretty much everyone that's available that's healthy playing. And you kind of want to get yourself set for for those games. And you want to try and win those hockey games. Yes, you can get a upper hand in that so it's an important it's a critical uh two games to finish off the season then you got to get ready for the playoffs and it could be an extended series it could end up being a nine game series yeah. uh, to finish the season after you see each other eight times during the course of the regular season but a very big finish to the season against the tampa bay lightning they're going to get looking ready to roll nikita kucherov who's not available will be available for the playoffs i'm not sure what stamkos his availability will be for the panthers they're looking uh, if chris drieger is going to be available carter verhage similar hornquist achari has back been back in the lineup but some of the players this is important the panthers have had some players with some bumps and bruises yep. basically and they've got a chance to rest here. And this is a big rest period for them because the rest of the way, it's full tilt. And for a lot of our, you know, we have multiple generations hockey fans now down here in South Florida. And there is a generation of fans that can recall vividly you guys in that 96 run stepping on the ice for the first mm-hmm. playoff game in franchise history. I guess just turning it back, going down memory lane here, you know, before we wrap up segment number one. Just taking a trip down memory lane, what what did it mean for you guys as a group when you hit the ice for that first playoff game in franchise history, especially with a, a number of you guys that were originals like yourself that had been there since day one? It was building after the first couple of years. We missed the playoffs in the first couple of years by one point, and we finally got in the playoffs in that third year. And I remember our PR guy coming into the locker room and in a dressing room and saying, Get ready because you're going to be under the microscope, the media attention, the players, the media in the locker room. It's going to be on a whole new level and prepare yourself. And the coaches, everyone said coming in, just one thing we we said, just be humble about our wins and upset about our losses and try and rebuild. But just have no cockiness about you and just one game at a time. So we, whatever we win, we just, we gave credit to the other team and just, we knew we didn't want to give anything, any bulletin board to, attention anything that they could get up there and they they said this is going to be the fastest play hockey that you've ever played you got to be ready and you got to be able to play your best because if you not everyone's playing your best you're probably not going to win the series and all of a sudden it just hit me how much this means to this whole organization and how hard this trip is going to be and how exciting it is when all of a sudden everyone the focus and the intention and attention all gets on you especially round by round yep if you make it to the semifinals and the finals, you get up in the morning, you get on the Internet these days. It used to be the newspaper. It's just all you. 
if you get that far. It's focus on every player in depth. What's their strengths? What's their weakness? I was like reading about myself. <laughs> a couple page paragraph articles. I'm like, I'm not used to having a couple. So, of... <laughs> so you were a player that did read the read the Paragraphs. clips every once in a while. I read them when we were going. I'd read it if it was <laughs> in the most part. But uh, they're getting ready to hopefully embark on a journey. And that's where home ice is important. Yep. It, it really helped us out starting at home against Boston and having that fan base and just electrifying and getting off. They helped us in those first couple of games. And then once we got settled in the playoffs, it didn't matter whether we were at home or road. But to me, the, the one series you really want home ice advantage is that very first series. Bill Lindsay, I'm Doug Plagans. We've got the Panthers po- a playoff special uh, here with you this evening. And, well, Billy, just uh, before we before one more before we wrap up the segment here to start things off, and we've got a big lineup of guests, and we'll recap that here in just a moment. You mentioned the eyeballs, and of course, you see this in the postseason in all the sports in in whether it's in baseball, where all of a sudden every pitch has what feels like the focus of the <laughs> entire world on every single pitch. Whereas during a 162 game season, you can't focus on it that no. in depth. You drive yourself crazy. But during the Stanley Cup playoffs, same thing. Every single shift, the play that shapes a hockey game, the, the play that shapes an entire series could take place and on any given shift. Is that something you almost have to train yourself to have in the back of your mind, knowing that you, you can't let off not only the physical gas pedal, but you can't let off the mental gas pedal either at any point in time? You can't. And when you get out there, it's all, you, you have to have the mentality of success that I want to be the hero. I want to, whatever situation, that I want to come out on top. When it gets into overtime, I want to score that goal. Even if you don't, you got to be the player that's thinking that. If you start thinking the other way and retreating, oh, if I make a mistake here, right. you, you just can't go in the playoffs and play scared hockey. You have to go out there and trust your instincts and just go after it because if you're back, some players too, and that's why you've seen heroes and players that don't succeed in the playoffs, it goes a long ways, but it goes back to that mentality that you're going to be the best player on the ice every single night, and you have to have that kind of focus and that kind of belief throughout your team. And everyone's everyone in the locker room has to believe in the guy beside them. It's so important that they're going to do their job, and that's what's changed with this Panther team. Reminds me a lot of 96. Yep, they've got that quality. Is that they stick up for each other, and they are worried about letting their teammate down. And when you get that, you get a group that is playing together and playing as one, and that is what Joel Quenville and Bill Zito has been able to build this year. Yeah, that's uh, a trait that this team has developed. Had a chance to ask Marcus Nudevara about that specifically as well, so that's something else that we'll cover when I get to that conversation with him coming up a little bit later on. And uh, in mentioning that, as far as the guests we've got coming up the rest of the way, we're going to chat with our pal Jamison Olive from FloridaPanthers.com and the Territory Talk podcast coming up here in just a few moments' time, so keep it locked right here. We'll get the latest on some of the day-to-day stuff with the Panthers as they prepare for the game coming up on Saturday at 7 against Tampa Bay. It feels strange with this condensed schedule to not have a game <laughs> last have... night, tonight, tomorrow, Friday. A little bit of a, a bye week, if you will, for the, for the Panthers, <laughs> but it much, comes at a good time. Much-needed bye week. Yeah, it yeah. com- comes at a good time. The, the, the athletes, I guarantee you, Doug, are tired. Uh, that, I, that 56, yep. the way that it's played – and the mental it's not even the physical fatigue is there it's the mental fatigue and coming having a four-day break and coming back and being fresh yep it'll just it just changes your whole whole outlook and knowing the playoffs are on the other mm-hmm. end of it all 
coming back. The break couldn't come at a better time. No, it comes four games and two to have a couple of games to ramp up for the playoffs. Yeah, great time. You get the break and then you get a little tune-up too. Yeah. So that's what we're looking at with the uh, with the Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning coming up on Saturday at 7, Monday at 7. We will have a chat with Panthers defenseman Marcus Nudavara. You won't want to miss that coming up later on in this hour. And he's a guy who has seen his responsibilities and role increase over the course of the season. He's formed a really nice defense pair with Brandon Montour, so we'll get some thoughts from him as the Panthers are in this playoff race. Great, uh, again, a, a great uh, transition into becoming a Panther for Marcus Nudavara, season number one with the team for him, and he's excited about this playoff push, so we'll hear from him later on in the hour. Tim Reynolds from the Associated Press, who's covered just about everything under the sun down here in South Florida. He'll join us to give his perspective at about 7 p.m. After that, we'll hear from my friend and yours, Red Deer Randy Moeller, and then Brian Compton from NHL.com later on in hour number two. So we've got a lot to get to over the course of the two hours here. Because of that, we are going to step aside. We'll come back. We'll chat with Jameson Olive from FloridaPanthers.com and the Territory Talk podcast. That's coming up here in just a moment. On the other side of the break, mention a couple of home games coming up. Panthers getting set for the playoffs. Panthers fans, your cats are going to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Be sure to Go to flateamshop.com for all your exclusive Panthers 2021 playoff merchandise. I'm Doug Plagans. He's Billy Lindsay. Jameson Olive joins us next, folks. This is the Panthers playoff special right here on AM560, FM96.5 HD2, the Joe WQAM, and streaming on the Odyssey app. Welcome back to the 2021 Panthers Playoff Preview on the home of the Panthers. AM 560, FM 96.5, HD2, The Joe, WQAM, and streaming on the Odyssey app. Welcome back. Our Panthers Playoff Preview special continues right here where you're tuned in on AM 560, FM 96.5 HD2, the Joe WQM, and streaming on the Odyssey app. As always, makes it so easy to tune in wherever you are. Doug Plagans, Billy Lindsay here with you. Talking all things Panthers, talking playoff races. Later on in the program in our two-hour block here, we're going to talk some big-picture stuff as far as the National Hockey League races, how they're all shaping up with Brian Compton from NHL.com. We'll hear from Randy Moeller later on, Tim Reynolds from the AP joining us a little bit later on. We'll have Panthers defenseman Marcus Nudavara coming up as well in just a little bit. But joining us right now, we've got Jameson Olive from FloridaPanthers.com from the Territory Talk podcast, my friend and yours. You know him from every second intermission of every Panthers radio broadcast. Jameson, thanks very much for being here with us today. We recorded an episode of Territory Talk today. Now here you are on the playoff preview special. We just can't get rid of each other here. I know, Doug. I- I'm so sick of talking to you. It's been a, it's been a whole day of just talking to Doug Plagan, but <laughs> I suppose you know a couple more minutes here, we can, we, we can get through it. Well, thanks for being willing to battle through it, Jameson. And I want to, I want to get to, uh, I want to get to uh, just this general playoff race here. And Billy and I were talking about it last segment. Obviously, some things still need to shake out, and uh, in this in this central division race, the Panthers, the Hurricanes, the Lightning. We knew it was going to be a photo finish. We knew it was all going down the stretch, but there is, as we all know, there's the uh, possibility that the Panthers and the Lightning could end up starting the playoffs against each other. They've got the two games coming up here to close out the regular season. I guess we'll start with that, Jamison. 
In your mind, how big are the two games here to close out the regular season with everything else that could be on the line from the Panthers in terms of wanting to finish with the best possible record, looking for home ice, but also working some guys hopefully back in the lineup who've missed some time lately? Yeah, the games are crucial. I mean, you look at potentially if this is going to be a Panthers-Lightning first-round matchup, this is kind of a, a test run for that. It's a dry run. It's a chance, like you said, to get a couple guys that have been injured back in there, let them get their legs back under them. And at the same time, for you know head coach Joel Quenville and you know John Cooper over there in Tampa, it's a, a chance to make some early moves with our chess pieces, You know, see how lines operate, see how the other team does things, maybe get a head start on game planning because – uh, if this does become a thing, if this is game one, if this is uh, round one, Panthers Lightning, basically a best of nine series at this point. But of course, the Lightning also still going to be trying to get first place. Probably the Panthers want to keep them from that. Uh, and the way the Panthers have played the Lightning this season, it, it's been tight. Uh, the Lightning have outscored the Panthers by just one goal uh, through six games. The Panthers actually a better record, three two and one against the Bolts. So uh, dead even all season, and I expect more of the same here in these last two games. Jameson, if it is the Panthers and the Lightning, how important is it for the game of hockey, the state of Florida, and the NHL to have finally these two teams be really good at the same time and possibly meet in the first round of the playoffs? It's huge. And I think if you ask probably hockey fans outside of South Florida if it's ever happened, they'd say, yeah, of course the Panthers and Lightning have played in the playoffs at some point. But uh, then when you actually talk to them and they realize it becomes, oh, wow, how that, how's that even possible? Because, you know, when the Lightning or, you know, the Lightning have been good here recently, the Panthers haven't. And when the Panthers were so good back in your day in the 90s, uh, the Lightning really weren't. So uh, never really, you know, great teams at the same time. But it looks like that's finally changing. The Panthers definitely on a huge upswing here, the start of something great where the Lightning are still, you know, in the middle of their current run right now. So I think it'd be huge just for the game of hockey in general, for the NHL to have two, uh, you know, teams in the Sunshine State going at it with all these big stars. And of course, now also the guarantee that one of them would advance, you know, get some more eyeballs as well. Uh, and just for growth of the game, we've already seen how much hockey's grown down here by having the Lightning and the Panthers. Uh, but to have an event like this that, you know, probably some kids are, you know, six, seven, eight years old going to be watching that series if it does happen and want to put skates on the next day if they live in Florida. So, uh, you know, wide-reaching repercussions here for the series if it happens. Jamison all of FloridaPanthers.com, the Territory Talk podcast, After 40 on all the Panthers radio broadcasts. He's everywhere, and right now we've got him right here on the Panthers playoff preview special. Jamison, something we talked about a lot on Territory Talk today is the fact that the Panthers have had a lot of young guys come in and really fill some spots in the lineup while there have been some guys out with injuries, some guys who've taken their games to new heights lately. Is there a guy in particular that really has caught your eye, whether it's somebody who has been in the lineup for the better part of the season, we've seen some great games from Owen Tippett lately, or some guys who've been, I guess, newly reinserted to the lineup, guys like Grigori Denisenko, Alexi Heponiemi, somebody in particular that's caught your eye? Uh, there's a couple. I got to say, of course, you mentioned Owen Tippett. I think he's looked great here. Uh, you know, gotten more comfortable as the season's gone, uh, gone along. I think he's got has the potential to have a really nice playoff series in that round one matchup, especially if he stays on that second line there with Jonathan Huberto helping him out. Uh, I really like how he's developed. But in terms of you know guys, you know newer guys, let's not forget Tippett played all in the AHL last season. Uh, played about 40 plus games with the Panthers this season. Grigory Denisenko, since he's gotten back in these last three games, has looked like a completely different player than the guy we saw for two games, you know, a month and a half ago. So clearly that time in the AHL did him well. He looks a lot more comfortable. He's making a lot of great plays. Uh, the physical game he's playing along the boards is great. He had a great assist to Gustav Forsling uh, in that win against the Stars last game, you know, fending off two defenders to, to get Forsling the puck for a one-time goal. So I really like what I've seen from him. But in terms of, you know, rookies and future and looking ahead, I don't know how you can't talk about 
Spencer Knight, you yeah. know, a little over a month after his last game in college, uh, wins his first game. And then, you know, here he is now, the youngest goaltender to ever start their career, 4-0-0, only turned 20 years old last month. Um, that's a guy you can look at and say, okay, the Panthers are set in net for the next, you know, decade plus here. So to have a guy like that playing this well in such an important position uh, and, you know, just to be the start of a career uh, is huge. But if you look at all the guys at once, plus the guys, you know, entering their prime, like Uyghur, Huberto, Barkov, clearly the Panthers, the Panthers are really set up here for success for, you know, the next several seasons to come at least. Jameson, what's interesting this year with the taxi squad, a lot of these players would have been playing in the American Hockey League, but what's happened is Joel Quenville has used everyone off the taxi squad, and everyone says people should go to the AHL for development. All of a sudden you have this taxi squad, and all these young players are with the team all season long, and they actually get inserted into the lineup and get to play at critical moments get ice time how much do you believe being up here with the big club and having this taxi squad has helped the development of these young players i think it's been huge especially for the panthers who went into the season uh without an ahl affiliate they've been sharing with tampa so not as many spots as they usually have to begin with but uh you look at how they handled you know matt kirstead and spencer knight both those guys come right out of college uh, they brought them right to Florida because they want those guys to be around this playoff run. They want these guys to be around, you know, a professional hockey team to see, you know, for Knight to see how Bobrovsky does his day-to-day, for Kirsten to see how a guy like Mackenzie Weger handles himself day in and day out. So even if you're not getting the ice time, you're not getting the minutes, I think just the, the experience you get and the growth you can make by just being around a professional hockey team at a young age uh, can't be understated. So that's kind of been the recipe here for the Panthers, uh, using the taxi squad, uh, to kind of have those guys develop, you know, learn, watch, you know, go through the motions a little bit. And then, like you said, they've rewarded pretty much every guy this season I can think of uh, that's been on the taxi squad. So uh, it's a tight group, but that taxi squad, even though they are separate, uh, they're with the big guys as well. This team's been on the road all season long, you know, stuck in their hotels due to protocols. Uh, it's a really tight group, you know, that seemingly runs at least 30-plus guys now. Jameson, all of our guests here. One more for you, Jameson, and this is a good one to set the table for our next segment. We're going to hear from Panthers defenseman Marcus Nudavara, folks. And, of course, I had a chance to talk to him earlier today. You'll pick up on the excitement. He is raring to go for the uh, final stretch here, the regular season, and then into the playoffs. But, Jameson, just to tee up our segment with Marcus Nudavara coming up in just a few minutes here, Talk about his game. What's impressed you the most about Marcus Nudavara's game? He's formed a really nice pair with Brandon Montour on the back end, and he's a guy in his first season as a Panther who's taken on more responsibility, more uh, more of a role as the season's gone on, and has really proven to be a, you know an unsung, really solid player for this team. Yeah, he had a rough start to the season. Let's not forget, he missed most of training camp and uh, some games early in the season while he was you know bouncing on and off the COVID protocol list, but. Uh, because of that, it took him some time. You saw to maybe get into his rhythm to find his game. But, of course, you know, Bill Zito kn- knew this guy from his time with the Blue Jackets. That's why they went out and got him. So the, the skill level was always there. You know, the talent was always there. But it took him a little time to, you know, find that rhythm. And now that he has found it and settled in, he looks spectacular, especially, like you mentioned, playing alongside Brandon Montour, who the Panthers brought him at the trade deadline. Uh, really confident, you know, really good job uh, mentally knowing when to jump up in the rush, when to chase down pucks along the boards, uh, and just piling up the assist. He's, he's got a great pass. Uh, great vision out there to find teammates. So uh, looking at the Panthers' decor as a whole, uh, that pairing of, you know, Nudavara Montour uh, could potentially be, you know, very big here come playoff time. Yeah, really sound, both great at both ends of the ice. Uh, really enjoy watching them play. And we enjoy talking to you as always, Jameson. Thanks very much for being on board with us here on uh, our playoff preview special. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks, guys.
Thanks, Jameson. Jameson, all of FloridaPanthers.com, the Territory Talk podcast right there. Talking about uh, the taxi squad, talking about Marcus Nudavar and the game that he's played. And, Billy, we're going to hear from Marcus coming up next segment, but a- another one of those guys that uh, saw his role elevate, guys like like him, like Forsling, Montour coming in, guys who saw their roles elevate in the absence of Aaron Ekblad since the injury, and you obviously can't replace Aaron Ekblad, but Marcus Nudavara, one of those guys who stepped in and, and really uh, really done a great job, and he's uh, you know a, a representative of that next-man-up mentality that this team's had all season long. 28 games, 10 assists. And one of those players that jumped into the lineup and has been noticeable. Mm-hmm. And he's been a guy that uh, the D, the depth that they've used. They've just gone through the, the lineup. And with the players they've traded and the players they've used, this, 36 players have been used this season for the Panthers. Shows you how deep they've gone into the lineup and how important everyone Almost two has full been. rosters. Yeah, two full rosters. And what has happened with, with the fifth and sixth D pairing? And kind of along that line, it, it was an audition for a lot of these mm-hmm. guys. Even Gustav Forsling, when he got in, he was off the taxi squad, got some games, got more minutes, and got more minutes, got more minutes. All of a sudden, he becomes one of the team's best defensemen. He got the job. He won yep. the job. It was an in-season training camp for jobs for a lot of these guys coming off the taxi squad. And that's what Joel Quenville wanted. He wanted internal competition to find out who could stick out and who could win some jobs. And Marcus Nudovardo was one of those players that got a chance, got some ice time, made the most of it. All of a sudden, he becomes a regular in the lineup. It could have gone a lot of different directions. There was guys that, if you look down, like Connaughton had a chance to play some games. Uh, He was an experienced guy but there was uh, the defenseman that they've used all season long. It was a next man up mentality. And Marcus Nudavara, this is how you really get your NHL career started. You get a chance and you make the most of it and you play good. And if he has success in the playoffs and comes back next year, all of a sudden he's a guy that's on track. He could end up playing seven, 800 games in the NHL. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, how you, that's how it happened for me. I got a chance and then came over here. My big big break was coming over here in the expansion draft to Florida and got a chance to play 84 games uh, with Roger Nielsen. Didn't score a lot of points, didn't get there, but got my foot in the door. And once you get that foot in the door, that's all you can ask for Mm -hmm. as a player. And that's what Mark Nudavari stuck his foot in the door and he kicked it wide open. And because of that, he's in the lineup and he's going to be there for the playoffs. Yeah, he's had a really nice season for the Panthers who are gearing up for the playoffs, folks. The playoffs approaching. Get first access to Stanley Cup playoff tickets by becoming a territory member. Go to floridapanthers.com slash memberships for more info. And a reminder that you do want to be there, of course, for all the action. Limited single-game tickets are available starting tomorrow. Be the first in line to secure your seats. Subscribe to 93Society at floridapanthers.com slash 93Society for more information. We talk about Marcus Nudavara. We'll talk to Marcus Nudavara coming up on the other side of the break. We'll be joined by the Panthers defenseman. Doug Plagans, Billy Lindsay here with us. This is the Panthers playoff preview show right here on AM 560 FM 96.5 HD2, the Joe WQAM and streaming on the Odyssey app. Here's playoff preview on AM 560 FM 96.5 HD2, the Joe WQAM and streaming on the Odyssey app. The Joe is your home for every Panthers game. <laughs> 
wherever you're tuned in, however you're tuned in. We thank you very much for tuning in. Doug Plagans, Bill Lindsay here with you tonight. There's not a Panthers game tonight, but you got <laughs> Billy and I, whether you like it or not, here this evening because we're getting ready for the Stanley Cup playoffs. And they're not here just yet. We've still got two regular season games on tap, Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning coming up Saturday at 7 and Monday at 7 at the BB&T Center, floridapanthers.com, ticketmaster.com to get your tickets. They are regular season games technically, but they will feel like playoff games, and the outcomes will affect what is uh, coming up as far as the shape of the Stanley Cup playoffs, how things will look, how the whole picture is going to go once we start things up in the second season, if you will. Joining us now in this segment, I had a chance to catch up with uh, Marcus Nudavara, Panthers defenseman, a little bit earlier today. We're going to dive right into that conversation, take a listen to what he has to say. He's excited about the Stanley Cup playoffs coming up. He's excited about these last couple of games against Tampa Bay. You should be, too. Let's dive right into the chat with Panthers defenseman Marcus Nudavara. First, Marcus, thanks for stopping by here today. And I just wanted to get your feeling right now, how things are. It's hard to believe that you're already coming up on the end of your first season as a Panther here as far as the regular season goes. What's the feeling of the team right now as you guys gear up for these last couple of games and push toward the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, uh, it feels amazing. It feels amazing, of course. And uh, I think this season went by uh, pretty fast. And it was uh, it, it, it was just over in a, in a second. That's how I feel. But, uh, I mean, a lot of, lot of experiences and uh, a lot of good things happened and uh, – yeah, I'm happy, happy right now, and uh, things are going good, and uh, we are in the playoffs. So that's the that was the main point for us this season, and uh, now just we just gotta be ready for the playoffs start. Yeah, and a couple of things I want to get to off of what you just said, but just you mentioned the goal from the start. One of the big goals being to to clinch a playoff spot. When you guys finally got that done, you had that win in Nashville and it clinched the playoff spot. Obviously, the job isn't done and you guys know what you're capable of doing here. But to be able to to get that first step out of the way to lock down a playoff spot, how good of a feeling was that for everybody? Uh, it was a good feeling. It was a good feeling. You could see uh, guys after the game in the locker room, we were just like high-fiving, you know, normal stuff. And uh, guys were happy. But I think what impressed me, like the next day, we were focusing on the playoffs. Like it wasn't just like, it was just, we were happy for one day after the game and that's it. Like everybody was focused on the next, next step, what we have to take. And uh, I think that was, that was a huge thing. And for you personally, Marcus, I mean, you've, you've experienced playoff races. You've felt what it's like to, to play in the Stanley cup playoffs before. How has that previous experience helped you knowing, you know, what it takes this time of the year? It's been helpful, of course, of course, and those are the fun games. That's why you play play these regular season games, and uh, it's just like you just gotta enjoy, enjoy, and let it let it fly, you know, and uh, just play your game. I feel like with our team, we just gotta play how we how we can, and uh, we should be good. We should be good, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tougher games, a lot more hits, and uh, every mistake is multiplied and stuff like that. So it's gonna be fun. It's. Uh, it's an amazing feeling, and uh, you can't beat that playoff feeling. 
then you talk about it right there, knowing how much importance is on every single shift. And I can, I can feel you getting excited just talking about it, but every single shift is so important. When you compare it in your mind, if you had to sum it up to somebody who's never been on the ice in a regular season game versus a playoff game before, what is the, the biggest difference when you step out there? What, just describing it as a player, what is the biggest difference between playoff hockey versus regular season hockey? I think the biggest thing for me was the rush you get before the puck drops. Like, of course, I, I don't know how the how loud the crowd is gonna be right now, but uh, last year before that, it was it was it was crazy. Like, just how loud the rink is and how excited all the players, coaches, and staff are just before the puck drop. And when the puck drops, the rush goes through you, and uh, it's just amazing feeling you just go in a fight mode right away. So yeah, it's it's exciting. Mark Snudavara, our guest here, and. Well, Marcus, going off of that, just how important is home ice advantage in the playoffs? And obviously this year, things are different. You guys have been in a good situation all year where you've been able to have some of your fans in the building. And and it seems like we're seeing more of that happen now across the National Hockey League. But all the a lot of the top teams across the league have really good home records this year. How big is it to be able to have that comfort of playing in your home building, having your home fans, having the ability for the coaches to to make that last change? Um, you know, is is home ice advantage that important in the Stanley Cup playoffs? Yeah, it is. It is like like you said said to me like uh, every little thing is multiplied, and uh, like those little coaching things and stuff like that, they they're gonna be huge in the playoffs. And uh, I think home ice is it, it's an advantage. So of course we wanna we wanna have that. For you, uh, you know, the, recently you've you've played a lot with Brandon Montour, who came over as a as a new guy at the deadline. Seems like you guys really had some good chemistry from the start. How's it felt playing with him? And and it seems like all the new guys have really come in and, and blended really well with the rest of the team. Yeah, it was uh, it was kind of weird. Like they just stepped in and they were in a team right away. Like um, I guess the games came came so fast, and uh, of course you get into the team easier when you play games with with each other and like that. But uh, it just felt like they've, they've been in a team for a while. So it's, it's of course, huge thing. They came and uh, they've been playing so good and uh, giving us uh, a lot of things. So, and I, I, and I like it, of course, playing with the Montour. It's uh it's amazing, and uh, we've been rallying good, so can't, can't wait to what, what's going to happen. And it seems like a lot of the players, uh, you guys obviously have a lot of guys that are in your first years as Panthers. You're you're one of those guys that uh, that came over here this season. For you, how would you describe the the transition? Seems like you've transitioned really well, and, and did it help that you did uh, have a few familiar faces around you when you got to town? Of course. Of course, it helps. It, it helps, and uh, I feel like we have a tight group here, and uh, – all the guys are getting along, along with each other. There's no coffee groups, if you know what I mean. And, uh, everyone is pulling the same rope, so it was easy to hop in. And uh, after all, I wouldn't have needed any familiar faces if I think about it right now. But but uh, of course, it, it was easier and uh, a little bit stress free when you when you know some somebody from here. So yeah, it's been it's been fun. The chemistry seems like it really just took off from the start. How much of that would you say? is because you guys had a good start to the season and you guys were winning games and you were getting good results pretty consistently. Seems like winning always gets everybody on the same page. Would you say that uh, the fact that you guys have had a really nice season has just made everybody uh, build that chemistry faster than you normally would have? Yeah. Yeah, of course. That That's uh, I think that's, that's a big thing. And uh, yeah, 
there's um yeah we've been winning it's easier it's easier and of course we've been on the road all the time so you're with the team all the time teammates you see them every day so it's uh yeah it's faster process for sure it's been it's been fun yeah for uh for you what's it been like playing for for joel quenville this season obviously one of the one of the best coaches in the history of the sport what kind of an impact has has that made on you good good i've been i think my level has gone up gone up since the since we started in here so uh I feel like my, how do I say it? I, I don't know how to say it, but like, I'm going like this right now. Yep. So season season is getting better and better. And uh, I think that's part of the coaches too. Like they give me the trust right now and uh, just the little things to help me out. And yeah, it's been really good. For you guys defensively, and it really seems like throughout the whole team recently, there have been some guys who've been out of the lineup with with different injuries. Obviously, when, when Aaron Ekblad went down, that was a, a big loss. But it seems like the whole team's really had that next man up mentality. And and you guys have, have been able to, uh, you know, guys have stepped up, guys have filled roles, guys have been able to take on more responsibility. How would you rate the team's ability to to respond when you've had some obstacles and some adversity? Seems like you guys have, have uh, always been able to have somebody step up. Yeah, I feel like, uh, of course, you can't replace Ekblad, but uh, I feel like every team has just uh, got to step up. Like, it's not just one one guy who has to fill the boots, but I think that's been the whole whole thing in the season. Like, somebody falls out, everybody just get a level up and uh, fill the boot, boot like each other, with each other, so as a, as a team, so... That's been fun to fun to watch and be with. Last couple here for you, Marcus. Uh, before we let you get going, Marcus Nudavara, our guest here today, talking about the matchup against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, there's a, a chance that you guys might get to uh, get pretty acquainted with them here over the uh, the near future. But you got two games against them to close out the regular season. Um, you know, obviously a, a chance that could end up being a, a playoff matchup. We'll wait and see how things how things play out. But when you go into this matchup here, these last two games of the regular season, what stood out for you when you guys have played Tampa Bay this season? Seems like you guys have played them pretty tough. And obviously, they're a, they're a good team. They're the defending champs for a reason. I feel like the last game we played against Tampa was like, it felt like playoff game. I'm not the only one who felt like that. So uh, it's going to be fun. And uh, these next games, it's going to be huge. Like every hit is going to count and uh, everything you win one-on-one battle it's gonna carry on to the next and to the playoffs if we play against them and uh, yeah I just can't can't, I I think we like to play against them and uh, it's a good thing of course yeah it's gonna it's gonna be exciting yeah it seems like you guys it seems like you guys play them tough you guys match up against them well and uh, you got the cross-state rivalry and and everything like that. But uh, I guess just uh, the last thing, the, the big keys for, for these matchups here against the Lightning is you, you hit on a little bit of it right there, but obviously they've got, a, they've got a goaltender that's tough to beat. They've got some speedy forwards. But uh, for you guys this season, it really hasn't mattered who you play. When you guys have your game going the way you want to, you're tough to stop. Yeah, yeah, that's how I, how I feel too. It's, uh, we just got to dictate the sp- uh, pace and uh, – I think that's it. Like we just gotta dictate how how we play, and uh, it's gonna be tough to match up for that. And Marcus, this time of the year, the, the weather—I mean, the weather's always nice down here. But this time of the year, you got the weather nice outside. The games feel like they mean so much more. It's gotta—it's gotta just uh, make you excited every day when you wake up in the morning. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. It's uh, it's becoming a little bit hot, too hot to me. What I'm used to, but uh, I'm just gonna maybe stay inside for a little bit more more and uh just focus on games so not to get too tired yeah stay cool drink a lot of water you'll be you'll be good to go <laughs> yeah that's true 
Marcus, we thank you very much for your time. Uh, thanks for joining us here, and, and best of luck over the weekend. All right. Thank, thanks a lot. Mark Snudavar, a Panthers defenseman right there, and you can tell he's excited about getting these playoffs going. He's excited about the games coming up over the weekend, the Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Panthers fans, your cats are going to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Be sure to go to flateamshop.com for all your Panthers playoff merchandise. Remember, the best way to get your playoff tickets is by becoming a territory member. Go to floridapanthers.com slash memberships for more information. Well, we've hit the halfway point. Huge thanks to Marcus Nudavara, Panthers defenseman, for his time there. Coming up at the top of the hour, in about five minutes, we'll be joined by a guy who's got his finger on the pulse of the South Florida sports scene like not many others. Tim Reynolds from the Associated Press stopping by. He's going to chat with us about what this Panthers season has meant and the team uh, pushing in toward the playoffs here and these matchups against the Lightning. We're going to cover all of it with uh, Tim Reynolds coming up on the other side of the break. Still to come after that, Red Deer Andy Moeller stopping by, Brian Compton from NHL.com. We've got a loaded hour number two, folks. Doug Plagans, Billy Lindsay with you. We're going to step aside. We'll come back, and we've got another hour for you. Tim Reynolds joins us straight ahead. This is the Florida Panthers playoff preview special on AM 560, FM 96.5 HD2, the Joe WQAM, and streaming on the Odyssey app. 